Hey, my whizzes, you are listening to episode 114 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast, and this show is the final episode in our fourth quarter focus mini series. Today's episode is all about what to do now that we are officially in the fourth quarter and where to focus your business building efforts for the remainder of the year. So here we are. We are in the season where the majority of wholesale buyers stop accepting new products for their shelves this year, knowing that you have to adjust your behavior. In today's show, I'm going to outline exactly what you should be focused on for the next few months. So let's get right to it. You're listening to Food Biz Whiz, the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Ali Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. This episode is brought to you by Retail Ready, my online course for producers of packaged product who are looking to grow their wholesale accounts. Retail Ready is opening for enrollment very soon. Through videos, workbooks, checklists, templates, live coaching calls with me, and daily access to me and my team in our private online group, Retail Ready has all the tools that you need to increase your sales through wholesale accounts, whether that's in traditional brick and mortar outlets or through e-commerce platforms. The first step to find out more about Retail Ready is to join my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business, which I'll link to here in today's show notes. That hour-long webinar is jam-packed with advice that you can use to kickstart your growth right now, plus information on Retail Ready, on my past clients, and how we can work together. Sign up via the link in my show notes, and I will see you there. All right. Can you guys believe that we are officially in the fourth quarter? I mean, this year is feeling like it's both flying by and also like it's dragging on. But here we are, we are in October and the holidays are approaching. This episode is part four of my four-part mini-series on fourth quarter focus. In episode number one, we talked about the rhythm of retail and what buyers are thinking about in October, November, and December. Then in episode two, I shared how to do a last chance pitch this year as you attempt to land on more wholesale shelves before we really get going in the holiday season. From there, episode three, outline the importance of nurturing both your wholesale buyers and the shoppers who love your products. Each of these episodes can be found in our show notes today, and they're definitely worth checking out. Go back through and listen to them if you didn't catch them the first time around. Before I dive into today's episode, I want to ask our listeners a question. So I want to know, how are you guys enjoying this mini-series? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Somewhere in between? Should we do another one in the future or should we skip it? I'd love to know your feedback here. So please send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at It's Alley Ball. And let me know if you like this style where we take this bigger topic, like the fourth quarter, and break it down into a series of shorter episodes. Like I said last episode, it has been really fun for me. So if you feel the same and you want me to repeat this style, the style of the mini series, come and let me know. I'm not going to do it unless people tell me that they love it. So send me a DM. Or if you are watching this video on one of our social media platforms, leave a comment right below. I would love to hear your thoughts. All right, on to today's show. 
If you have been following along with this mini series, you know very well by now that since we are officially in the fourth quarter, wholesale buyers are heads down in store operations, and they're really, really unlikely to give you a call back or consider your product line at this point. I always use the phrase that they're heads down in turkeys and candy canes, and they don't have time to schedule you know, in their schedule to answer your emails, to meet you and accept samples, let alone try your samples, to merchandise you on the shelves that they did decide you to bring in. I mean, that is always a disclaimer here, unless you are a candy cane maker or a producer of small batch gravy, right? If you are a seasonal product, you still have my permission to pitch. Okay. So I encourage you to respect the wholesale buyer's fourth quarter focus and realize that pitching to new retail accounts between October and early January is bad form. Not only are you wasting your time because you aren't likely to get a call back or an email response from a buyer, but that buyer is likely to question if you even know what you're doing and subconsciously they label you as a newbie or incompetent or at the very least, you know, inexperienced. So I hinted at this, but I want to have a big, big disclaimer here that yes, some brands have success pitching in the fourth quarter. I've seen it myself. I mean, we have one retail ready student out of Boston and they have a fantastic success rate getting their cold brew into wholesale accounts last October, last October through December, 2020, right? Which was no small feat given that we were deep in COVID the, and the cold climate region like Boston doesn't typically drink cold brew very much in the fall and in the winter. So for I t- I'll tell you this, for every brand, but for every brand who tells me that they have had success pitching during October, November, and December, I know you guys exist. <laughs> um, I have 99 other brands who tell me that trying to land new wholesale accounts during the fourth quarter is a waste of time. So just be very, very cautious here and be very, very prepared if you are pitching. Um, Just, you know, do know if you ignore my (laughs) advice here, just be prepared. Okay, so now that we know not to do, I'll stop talking about this. What should you do? What should you focus on this fourth quarter? Well, it's all about the behind the scenes for food businesses this quarter. Now, I know that you're busy with production during these next three months. I know that sales might be skyrocketing, fingers crossed, right? And that you're, you might already be feeling busy trying to keep up with the day-to-day operations in your business. I know you likely listened to last week's episode and you're now trying to figure out how to nurture your existing accounts through the rest of the year. I get it. I mean, I'm a business owner too. We are busy, but there is always a but. There has never been a better time than the fourth quarter to work on the behind the scenes of your business, ensuring that you are setting yourself up for success come early January when buyers start responding to emails and sample requests again. It's almost like the clock resets in January and buyers come out of their holiday haze and they start to respond to emails again. If you think that you are too busy to work on the behind the scenes, I'll just ask you this. If not now, when buyers are not in the position to be pitched to, then when? One of my favorite quotes, my favorite phrases is 
translated from Spanish. And it says, tomorrow is the busiest day of the week. And I think about that a lot in my business. I think I've talked about it here on the podcast before. And I want to know if you guys can relate to that phrase. Tomorrow is the busiest day of the week. So if you don't have time to work on this now, you sure as hell won't have time to work on it come January when we roll into fancy food show, potentially even in person in San Francisco, which would be wild, followed by the Good Food Awards, which leads into Valentine's Day and on and on and on, right? Expo West. Gosh, sure enough, you wake up six months from now and you realize that you haven't gotten to those behind the scenes tasks that are vital to your business success. Knowing how important it is to work on the behind the scenes, let's talk about what you should prioritize in, in order to make sure that you are ready for wholesale expansion come January. Don't sleep on this. So I'm going to keep it straightforward for you. You need to prioritize your systems for pitching, your system for pitching to and following up with your new wholesale accounts. So there are four things that you want to focus on during the fourth quarter. That makes it easy. So by the time you wake up on January 1st, you are ready to go. Let's review them and then we'll dive a little bit deeper into each one. First up, oh, excuse me. There are three things that you need to focus on. Gosh, I just really wanted there to be a fourth. (laughs) So here are the three things. Number one, your sales scripts. Number two, your sales material. And number three, your sales strategy. All right, so I'm giving you three things that start with S. There we go. That's, That's equally as easy to remember. So let me dive into detail here. First up, your sales script. All right. So I want you to spend the next three months focusing on the email and the phone scripts that you're going to use to capture that buyer's attention. In Retail Ready, we literally have a workbook called Scripted Success for this. It's basically a script and a flow chart of your buyer communication. You script out the first correspondence and then you follow the flow chart. It's almost like a choose your own adventure, Uh, changing your response and your pitch depending on whether or not they agree to place the first order, if they give you a reply back, if they ignore you and on and on and on. So create your own version. If you're not in retail ready with us, create your own version of this flow chart over the next few months. If you are in retail ready and you're listening to this again, don't reinvent the wheel here. We have done it for you. Start with our scripted success formula and customize it for your brand. I mean, why do we use templates? Gosh, here is why. You do not have time to create the best, most engaging emails and replies when you've got 50 emails stacking up in your inbox, demanding your attention, right? Why not craft the very best version of a sales email that you can, and then use it over and over again? Why would you reinvent the wheel every time? It not only saves you time and sanity, but it also guarantees that you are sending out the exact right message that gets the buyer to say yes every single time. All right. So that was the first thing that I want you guys to focus on. I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be back with the second thing in a moment. If you've been enjoying these episodes, imagine what it would be like to ask clarifying questions directly to me and have my assistants working through your strategy on these topics. 
Well, you can. My Retail Ready students have access to me live in our private online group and on our monthly coaching calls, and I'd love to see you in there as well. Retail Ready enrollment opens again really soon and kicks off with my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business. I have that linked here in the show notes, and I can't wait for you to join to learn more about me and how I work with clients, to find out whether Retail Ready is the right fit for you and to learn my three steps to growing your packaged food biz. Come join me via the link in the show notes and I'll see you there. All right, next up, your sales material. These are the things that you attach link or embed in your sales emails or what you'll use when you finally do go to your next in-person trade show. So you want to use these next few months to ensure that you have your sell sheet created and your price list is up to date. You might be thinking that your sell sheet is already top-notch. And let me just tell you this. We have had about a thousand brands enroll in Retail Ready, and we do a personalized video review of every single brand's sell sheet. Gosh, they're they're so cool. And I have never seen a sell sheet that didn't have room for improvement. So whether it's understanding exactly what information you need to include on the front page versus the back page, whether or not to include pricing on your sell sheet, I'll give you this one for free. You don't include pricing on that sell sheet. How to use photography to capture that attention of the wholesale buyer, which products to include, which ones to leave off, how to get that buyer to place a first order just with the info that you include on your sell sheet. I mean, it's a lot to consider. Use this time wisely over the next few months to create a sell sheet that stops that buyer in their tracks. I mean, after all, buyers see dozens, I mean, if not hundreds of sell sheets every single month. If yours doesn't stand out, you are missing out on the sale. Okay. So lastly here, I want you to think about your sales strategy. When I say sales strategy, I'm really talking about your promotional strategy. They go hand in hand here. So how are you going to promote your product, which likely includes putting it on sale to capture the buyer's attention in the new year, right? So buyers hate it when you don't have any wiggle room in your budget to offer promotions to your accounts. And now I know, I know that financials might be tight. They're probably tight, right? We're in a low margin industry here. I know that you probably consider yourself a bootstrapped brand and that you simply don't have any money to offer, you know, intro offers or quarterly discounts or free fills or whatever you, you you know, you have um, brainstormed here. But I also know that when you have nothing to offer a buyer, they get the impression that you are not committed to supporting your brand on the shelf. And when you say that you have zero budget to do a promotion, you are asking the buyer to take a big risk in carrying your product. And and you're essentially saying that you won't bring anything to the table to help gain sales. So, so often, oh my gosh, I have brands say like, well, I got on the shelf and now I have slow sales. Like now what do I do? (laughs) Well, promotions, you know, that is discounts and sales isn't the only way to boost your sales on the shelf. It is the very first thing that the majority of buyers will suggest. So use this time, use these months to get super clear on your promotional strategy so that you don't draw a blank the next time you go to, to fill out that new vendor paperwork and you see the box that says 
promotional allowance, right? Plus you'll know exactly what to offer a buyer before they even ask. Offering an introductory promo is one of the most effective ways to get a buyer to say yes to carrying your product line. So use this time to figure out what you can actually afford. Map out your sales and promotional strategy before you start pitching again in January. So in short, my whizzes, you want to use this quarter to make sure you know exactly how to craft a pitch that gets that buyer to say yes so that you can put the pedal to the metal come January. You ensure your printed materials are going to stand out in that sea of PDFs and brand brochures. You know exactly what promotions you can deliver upon, what you can offer to your wholesale accounts, and on what schedule. So if you are struggling to put these things in place, if you're tired of just winging it in your business, and you recognize that you've totally exhausted you know, your, your own free resources, you are probably exhausted from learning from your own mistakes. You know what I'm going to say here, come and join us inside of retail ready. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you if not now, then when, and I want you to sincerely think about this with your business growth that think about, you can You can listen to these podcasts every single week, agreeing with the words that are coming out of my mouth, and your business might still seem like it's in the very same spot that it was six months ago when you first started listening. At some point, you've got to stop listening and stop learning and actually start to take action. So if you are ready, if this is the time for you, and you know that you can have a growth-oriented 2022 if you spend the next few months getting everything in order, the first step is watching my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business. It outlines the process that I have used to help, gosh, hundreds of brands, about a thousand thousand brands hit their biggest business goals. It gives you advice on how to move forward strategically right now. And it outlines all of the details of retail ready. So I'm going to link this free class in our show notes today. So you can pick a time that works for you and you want to budget about an hour to join me. So if you have already watched the masterclass or have been listening to these podcasts, you're on my email list and you want into retail ready straight away, send me a DM or reply back to any email that I've sent you and tell me that you want in. I'll make room for you. I promise. So it is my greatest honor, my greatest pleasure to work with emerging brands and help you navigate this complex, overwhelming industry. And I do that all through Retail Ready. It's literally the only way that you can work with me. I don't take on -on one-on-one clients anymore as it's a full-time job to support our students every day, Monday through Friday in our private student community and on our live coaching calls. So I can't wait to help you in there. And all it takes is watching that free masterclass. All right, Wizzes, there you have it. The three things that you should focus on this quarter to set yourself up for success. I'm here to help you through those steps over the fourth quarter. And I can't wait to help you set the foundation for growth. And dare I say, like, perhaps uh, put a little ease back into your business once it's time to start pitching again in January. So as always, thank you guys so much for listening to these four episodes in our fourth quarter focus mini series. I've loved this 
format of these larger episodes on a bigger theme. And I want to know, like I said, how do you guys feel about them as well? So come and let me know inside of our Food Biz Whiz Facebook group or directly on Instagram by tagging me in a post or sending me a DM at It's Alley Ball. So both are going to be linked in our show notes along with all of the past episodes in this mini series. So I can't wait to see what success this series brings for you and to support you inside of Retail Ready if it's the right choice for your business at this time. And remember, if not now, then when? I hope to see some of our listeners inside of our program soon. Have a good one. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Whiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.